There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. What is going on, everybody? This is the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. And with me today, my fellow Mavs fan for life, my favorite brewery connoisseur, the road warrior, Ruben at Reddit Mavs, who just came all the way from Colorado. He's in Texas now. How are you, Ruben? I am very tired. <laughs> yeah, how was that the drive? drive I mean, that drive was... Again, like it's three hours from Colorado Springs to the Panhandle, and then from the Panhandle, it's another like seven hours, which it doesn't. It, this state should not be this big. It's. Well, I think every United States map is just incorrect. I think Texas is just not big enough proportionately because it's like you can drive. I think ten hours from the center of Texas and not get out of Texas in like three different cardinal directions. It's <laughs> it's insane. It's so bad. But I mean, I'm happy I'm back. Uh, the drive wasn't that bad. You know, I just listened to music the entire way. Uh, no podcast because uh, my fiance doesn't really like podcasts. So <laughs> we're, we're so thankful that you put the time into this then. Uh, and uh, uh, lurking in the shadows, we have our resident Lil Dicky impersonator and lover of all things NASCAR. We got Grant. How you doing, bud? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You can find Grant at Edmund the Slayer. All right, guys, let's talk about uh, – we got a, actually some NBA news that actually is remotely consequential. Uh, I say remotely because it does involve the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks have a new head coach. They got Mr. Mr. Thibodeau, and uh, he is – I'm looking forward to what – forms of corporal punishment he is going to implement uh, in order to get them to run suicides or uh, I think, you know, it's going to be great because the Knicks are not going to need their 15 man roster. He's just going to use four of them. Um, and they're all going to be somehow more than 42 minutes a game. <laughs> it's going to be dude. I'm just like, they gave him a, they gave him a five-year contract, which like to me just seems super excessive. Like, I don't know the last time, like, they've had a coach that has actually, like, you know, finished out their contract, you know, so. Or demanded any sort of respect. Like, I think, think, you know, with the Knicks, there's obviously, there's so much wrong from just the top down. Hey, Nolan, sell the team. Um, Sorry, Dolan. I don't even remember his name. That's how much I just don't care about the Knicks. Um, it would be funnier if it was Nolan because then it would be like alliteration, the New York Nolan Knicks. Yeah. Um, but I just – I'd actually like this pick a whole bunch just because like I think with as young of a core as they have, like someone busting heads and being a, being a hard ass. I mean, I don't know, but that didn't really work with Chicago. I mean, Chicago has a bunch of young guys that are just mad they're doing suicides now. So, Grant, what's your thoughts on Thibodeau? 
I actually really like it. I think he's I think he's going to be able to really th- these players like RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina, Dennis Smith Jr., they need someone to like light a fire under them, get them competitive and True. uh I'm a huge Mitch Robinson fan. That dude's definitely going to be a dark horse for defensive player of the year now. Cuz Totally. Thibodeau, I mean, coached uh, Noah to Defensive Player of the Year. He coached MVP Derrick Rose. Right. Uh, there was another one that he coached that was very significant. But, I mean, Jimmy the players Butler. the players that play for him like him. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, too. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, Jimmy Butler was, like, a 21st pick. And, obviously, he has the work ethic of, like, a maniac. But Thibodeau <laughs> still helped him get those minutes and helped him get there. Totally. And, I mean, players always go back to Thibodeau. So, there's no I – don't, I don't really understand some of the uh, – the Thibodeau hate, but it is what it is. Is it Thibodeau or Thibodeau? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. I'm just like, yeah. all I know is it's got the, the Cajun. Tibbs. Oh, yeah. Tibbs. We'll just call it Tibbs. Yeah, Tibbs. 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 Hey, guys. This is Ruben again. Um, you know, there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at betaline.ag. You know, it's great because the sports world is slowing to come back, right? Especially with the NBA. Um, and that's great for us because we are an NBA podcast and more specifically a Dallas Mavericks podcast. Um, but that's not all though. Like at betonline.ag, they have UFC, they have boxing, they have NASCAR, which I know Grant is super excited about. And they have international soccer, meaning Bundesliga and EPL happening um, as of right now. And BetOnline has the best odds and lines for these upcoming games and matches. And if you need more, BetOnline, they do simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC games and matches uh, happening live every day. Um, and that's mostly for like devout, devout gamblers who, you know, that's something they can check out. Um, and it's cool because BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and they have the best props in the business. So you can visit betonline.ag on your computer, on your tablet, or on your phone, especially while you're listening to this podcast. And if you join now, you can receive a welcome bonus. Um, so remember, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. All right, cool. Well, back to uh, more consequential basketball. Uh, the Mavericks had a scrimmage. Oh my God, I'm so happy to see NBA players play a game. <laughs> We saw actual NBA footage. This week. Oh my god! That wasn't recorded on a phone. <laughs> Just inject it directly into my eyeballs. I was so I don't care. I could have I could have watched a live practice, which is kind of what this was, but it did yeah. have a little bit more competitive fire. Um, so first thing I want to ask you, Ruben, how do you feel about the bubble setup now that we've watched like an actual game through it? Like as far as the no crowd and like how they have it set up camera wise. So I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot, actually. Um, you know, this is, again, unprecedented. You know, we've been using these terms, like, all summer, basically. Um, unprecedented, like, how is this going to work and all that stuff. And, and you know, um, besides them, besides the league actually, like, going in and making sure, hey, people are being safe for the most part, there's some other news going on right now about that that's not really important for us. But, um you know, uh, besides that, just kind of seeing the layout and everything, I think it's really cool. Like, I know a lot of it's for optics, like sure. how they have, you know, the guys like, you know, six feet apart in their chairs or whatever, but they're still touching bodies, you know, when they're... Well, 
tell you what, I think at first I was right there with you where I was just like, okay, they're six feet apart, but they're like, that goes yeah. away. But I think it's actually a really smart move on the NBA's front because it almost simulates a crowd, like by having your bench spread out that way. And when you just see like the guys like fist pumping and standing up out of their chairs, like it kind of gives a I mean, it's not, it doesn't replace a crowd, but yeah. it does give kind of that illusion, um, uh, you know, and then like, it, it's really interesting seeing like the players, which is, I mean, shout out to the NBA. They've clearly figured this out to have zero COVID cases in the bubble, despite what Florida is going through right now. Yeah. I mean, and they're testing every day. Like they, they are just doing it correctly. So I have no worry about player safety at this point. Like I'm, I'm fully on board. Yeah. Uh, and, but you're, you're right. Like that six foot thing at first, it sounded like a gimmicky, like we're trying to look like we're yeah. doing every precaution possible, but really it's like a really kind of cool optic to it rather than yeah. just guys crammed together on the bench. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. What was I going to say? Crap, my brain just farted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, Explains you know, the like, smell. I love, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I love the, uh, just the way that the, um, they're kind of doing like stuff with the screens and the crowds and stuff like that. Like totally have like zoom. I'm trying to get in on that, dude. I'm, I'm trying to see if Mark Cuban will let me uh, do some shit through there. No, one, no one knows my face really. It's true. So, well, you know. you'll have to, you'll have to get some sort of like Reddit maps mascot. Uh, right. So just face. like a plush and just put it like right there. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Like scream from it. You'll, <laughs> be, you'll be like gorillas. You'll just be the cartoon the whole time. Yes. Even when you make well, live this. appearances. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, you remain the mystique, or you just go like super weird and just like now you only show up in face paint so people can't really tell and you know bring a voice changer. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I like you know I like I like what we saw. Um, you know, again, like the guy, like the main guys only played only really played about fifteen minutes. Sure. So you know, it wasn't a lot of time, but it also was a short. You know, remember they were shortened uh, quarters. It was a totally. ten minute quarters, which actually I think I prefer honestly. Um, I know Grant shaking his head and I've watched I think ever since I watched FIBA I was like oh okay this is kind of cool like you know like they're done totally. after they're done pretty quickly it's almost like a soccer match you know where they're just like sure you know they're going through the time limit and they're done but um, I mean I'm I'm all for this for scrimmages too um, I will say that everyone looks like they lost a step like this does yeah, like as yeah. much as I was happy to see NBA players doing NBA things there were little glimpses of it like just seeing a professional hit a three-pointer just looks different than seeing you know a G League or uh Grant hitting a or, or I mean watching Grant hit a three I mean like dude he's got that corner three down he's an he's an analytics guy you know, <laughs> it's the most it's the closest three that you can hit um <laughs> couldn't be further from the truth um so anyways no, he's got, he's, he's got a sick outside shot, but uh, he's not, you're not an analytics guy. Anyways, what I'm getting at is uh, just, it didn't seem like even LeBron's explosiveness, it either they're just reserving it and they're just kind of ramping up yeah. or it's like, you're, you are seeing what happens when guys have to take virtually, you know, four months off and yeah. not really play in meaningful NBA action or practice for or practice. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that's a big thing, you know, cause totally. Because I think I saw on Reddit a couple of days ago, this is the longest, longer than a usual um, offseason. And totally. I was like, okay, that's true. But also, like, like LeBron may have, like, all this access to, like, crazy, crazy, like, you know, sure, crazy dieting stuff and crazy just, like, you know, keeping his body right stuff. But totally. a guy well, who's, like, on a, you know, on a minimum contract isn't going to have the same thing. So 
absolutely. That's more where I was seeing it was less. Yeah. It wasn't like I mean, not to knock LeBron, like he like he still looked like LeBron, amazing. Yeah, and like and a lot of the players still looked like it wasn't so much. It, I felt like just the entire game seemed slower. Like it, it just wasn't yeah. the same speed as an NBA game. But I mean, it's also partial. It, like it felt like a preseason game, which is again yeah. something that I am just elated to watch. Um, I've. I, I watched the game late due to some work stuff, but man, it was great to just watch Mavericks basketball. Uh, another thing that was great to watch was just Seth Curry was on fucking fire. Just liquid from outside. Absolutely insane. I, it was just that guy in just different kinds of shots. It wasn't just catch and shoot stuff. He was creating yeah, for himself. Yeah, he was a little bit, yeah, trying to yeah, make that space and... Dude, he was killing it. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I again, like I wrote that article. I wrote the article, the recap for that uh, on Thursday or whatever. And it was a great recap, wrote, by the way. I mean, I wrote it super quick, and I was like, "Crap, okay, crap." Because I was again, like, I'm on vacation with family. Like, my fiance is like, "Are you done yet? Are you done yet?" Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay, like." We are dedicated but, uh, Mavs fans. Mavs. Fans. I know, like, I know. She, which why she was very, she's very appreciative of you. Uh, you know, uh, editing last week's. So, oh, so we don't have to worry about it. But, uh, of course, she, uh, you know, uh, so I was watching that game and I was like, I completely like, blanked. I was like, crap, I totally forgot to mention Seth Curry. <laughs> like, in the, like, as, as, cause he deserved his own part of the article. Cause he, man, he went like, was it like just flamethrower mode? I know Squish will sometimes post that, uh, GIF of Charmander from Pokemon with the flamethrower. It's exactly what he was that day. Um, that's what I think of any time I think of Seth Curry. Yeah, just a fun star. It's strictly Squish's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, man. He's really good at those memes. He's really good at those bits. <laughs> totally. you know, um, yeah, shout out to Dick Nowitzki, the best yeah. parody account on, on the NBA right now. Well, aside exactly. from maybe Donnie Nelson Burner account, but, you know, <laughs> it's up there. Disagree. Squish, <laughs> Squish is definitely the king. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I mean, like, he killed it. I mean, Kristoff looked good from, from the get-go. Luca looked good from the get-go. Mm. Bobon is the other guy. Holy hell. Yeah, dude. Bobon had a double-double. Bobon had a double-double, and he sunned Dwight Howard. That <laughs> <laughs> like, was just cathartic, dude. Like, just seeing him, like, do a quick little dream shake that I think um, Ooh, it was Isaac so nice. Alpit, Isaac Alpit uh, captured and made sure to like share with me so I could retweet it because I saw it and I was like, I don't want to rewind it because I hate rewinding stuff and like sure. if you like live games. I was like, I don't want to rewind this. I hope someone captures it for me. And he did. And I was like, yes. Like he literally he made Dwight look like a fool. Dwight Howard. It, which is Dwight pretty Powell, easy to do nowadays. You yeah, know? oh yeah. I mean he doesn't believe in science or logic. Yeah. But you know what? His hair does look like a purple firework whenever he jumps up in the air. So who am I to, you know, we should be judge. taking him seriously. You know, uh, who, who knew that a guy that walks straight out of high school into professional ball has some questionable scientific theories? Grant, what did you think of uh, the scrimmage? Do you have any uh, insights on what happened this past uh, Thursday? Is that when it happened? I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Was sure. Either way, I mean... I'm more excited to see uh, – I mean, it was good seeing them play. I loved it. Um, I hated that Kristaps basically fouled out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but, true, um, yeah. We do have to mention that. I do uh, – I'm really interested to see now um, Trey Burke and MKG are, are back with the team or 
That's right. Back with the team, so they should hopefully be playing today. So it'll be. So, so I should call the cops and tell them to, to call off the search party. We found MKG. Yeah, we yeah, found we found him. Okay, cool. we found him. MKG we've been was doing this all week, guys. We've been looking yeah. for him all week. Yeah, <laughs> so MKG we'll, was we'll, with we'll, Holger uh, yeah. the whole time, working on that, working on that three. Oh, good. He's gonna he's gonna bring it up to nineteen percent and improve it by four points. Um. <laughs> it's actually twenty six percent last time is I it checked, tw- which which is on par with a certain other power forward on our team. But I'm not gonna go that route. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he was like one for nine in the regular season. Something silly. Like, I think he's made one shot as one field goal as a Maverick. But I mean, he's only played like what, like twenty. He's barely played. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not played a whole lot. But man. I did see the the practice jump shot, and I'm just like, I can't tell if it's better, worse. It's kind of <laughs> like, yeah, dude. I... It's kind of like whatever. Like someone gets injured, and you can't be like, okay, was that a good injury? Was it a clean? I mean, like it, they're still hurt. It's, like it's <laughs> like, just it's like still it's living. Weird, <laughs> such a weird. I hate like those weird hitches, dude. Like it's just like I tell just you what, though, I, I I kind of I miss weird jump shots because like it doesn't really happen anymore. Because like now every kid that's in the NBA now every kid i mean i'm 30 now i guess everyone that's younger than 29 to me is just like a child <laughs> now um so like every player in the nba that you know they've gone through so many hoop camps and gone to so many clinics and like i mean there's not a professional player unless they're like coming from like i mean maybe nigeria or something when they're or or europe even but like they have so there's so much professional know-how of like just proper technique like it's weird. Like I miss guys like you know, like Sean Marion or Anton Jameson that have like this these weird jump shots, but they just keep going in. Like Sean Marion's was the weirdest one. He just shot from the hip, and like how he made yeah. a three pointer on that, I don't know because it seems like something I could block. And I'm at a staggering five foot seven, guys. I mean, like I, I'm, I'm I could block some <laughs> six foot eight jump shots normally, but like, <laughs> anyways. So, um. Excited to see Trey Burke. Excited to see MKG. Um, good call, Grant. Uh, Burke is now wearing number 32. Did someone take 23 from him? Uh, Josh, Josh Reeves. Reeves. Josh Reeves. Okay, got it. Cool. Well, I'm glad to see that. Who also know. played in the scrimmage, and I hope he gets oh, he to play did. more. Oh, he did. That's right. And, uh, hope he gets to play more tonight or today. Did Antonio's Cleveland? Is it... Yeah, he did too. He, did he play too? Right They on. both played, yeah. Looked pretty good. Both solid. of our G League guys. He had a really crazy dunk. I think he might have missed it, but he had a really crazy dunk. Attempt. (laughs) Attempt. Cool. Well, speaking of MKG and Trey Burke and their first action that's happening tonight, we're recording this on Sunday morning um, due to various complications. So we are facing the Indiana Pacers. Um, You know, well, since the Pacers are a race car, uh, Grant, are you looking forward to just the fact that it's (laughs) remotely close to NASCAR? Um, just vaguely. It's more indie car. Yeah, indie car. Okay, but gotcha. uh, not really into that. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Some of the big news this weekend is uh, Sabonis injured his foot. Uh, oh, that's right. Woj's first tweet back from suspension actually. Was, was that, that Woj's first tweet? Yep. <laughs> is that uh, Sabonis injured his foot and is leaving the bubble to get uh, treatment? Yeah. If I was Woj, yeah. I would just drop an F bomb in the next tweet. Just like Sabonis <laughs> injured his fucking foot. <laughs> yes. In the fucking bubble. God. <laughs> but this is why I'm not Woj. Um. <laughs> yeah. So um, but who else is um I know all the I'm not yeah. sure about all the depot. All the depot's still up in the air, but uh it's gonna mm-hmm. be fun seeing TJ Warren absolutely murk us on both sides. I mean 
it's a tale of two TJs, you know, we got TJ Warren, got TJ Leaf. Everyone's talking about TJ Leaf. Oh yeah. I don't think anyone's mentioned TJ Leaf in the entire season. I had to to make sure before I made that joke, I needed to make sure he was still on the roster. I was about to say, I haven't heard that even all. Like... He, he uh, I watched their their first game and he rolled out in their second team lineup with with Dougie McBuckets. Oh, McBuckets and uh, McConnell. How good would McDermott be on this team right now? Just, I mean, like he would just be, you know, hey, sit in the corner, hang out. But like, I don't know. I think McDermott got pigeonholed as just a catch and shoot guy, even though that's like his main strength. But like, he actually drove really well. I, I, that's what I remember when he was a Maverick. Like, I felt like he could. I know this is like a weird take for me to like be a stand for Doug McDermott, but like I, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't feel away. like he's yeah. I, I just don't feel like he was he's been properly utilized as a player. But I don't know. I, I it's just one of those moments where it's like okay, I realize maybe I just don't feel like he's been utilized properly, and maybe it's just because people just see him. They're like, oh, that's Steve Novak or that's uh, Kyle Korver. It's like no, it's like this guy has a different skill set, even though he went to Creighton. Yes. Cool. Uh, he's yeah. definitely played his best on Indiana mm-hmm. besides his little spurt when he was with us where he shot over like 60% from three. Right. God. So I would do, I would do anything to get him back. Ask Sean Bush. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of sad that we let him go. Like, yeah. I was hoping cause especially because he had that, uh, that very cool, um, what was it? Like a college hoops magazine thing where it was just like him with a, it was a reenactment of a Larry Bird's, uh, you know, poster with him with like the cheerleaders and all that stuff. And he had the exact same thing. And I was like, <laughs> I love you, Dougie McBuckets. Like, Dude. please stay with us. You know, I'm, I'm on with I, the nickname McBuckets. It's true. It's, it's like a, it's like a basketball hamburger. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> Which is now what I will call him going forward. Uh, Doug McRib. Uh, I'm workshopping it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so yeah, so bonus out. Tale of two TJs. Uh, is there a matchup you guys are looking forward to, or you know, are we just excited to see Mavericks that we haven't seen since we started this whole thing? Um, I'm excited because Portland and Sixers and uh, Lakers, frankly, they're all pretty physical. And uh, while I think we might have been playing a little too hard the other day, some of our guys might have been going like you know 100% which is cool but I don't know if it's necessary right uh those both those teams are definitely big and physical uh teams that we're probably not going to see definitely not going to see in those first eight games right so it's good to like practice against them and then when we play like Houston or like Phoenix it'll be a lot easier for us to transition yeah uh for me I'm not really I don't really have any matchups I'm really excited for I'm more excited to see the guys keep playing kind of see how they do um I, I, uh, not gonna lie, guys. I was, you know, I did have a few beers when I was watching the game last time. So wait, you know, what? My, wait, I come, know. no, no, you drank during. Wait, a host of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast no. was drinking beer and watching basketball on my Harrison. day where I was supposed on my day where I was supposed to write. But <laughs> you know, um, but uh, you know, I'm actually probably gonna be taking a little bit more like an actual look at the game today. Uh, if sure. I've, you know, I'm gonna, I'm trying to recover from this past week, so 
my body right. is like no more anything please <laughs> like so, you know. so, please we just need nutrients quit just feeding us beer <laughs> no. and weed <laughs> and my body's like please stop and i was like okay like she's like, gonna show you my body she's like no dude like gosh stop doing all that. you're not fucking 23 anymore <laughs> so, <laughs> um but yeah i'm just more excited to kind of see like what these guys do i want to see if uh i want to see if curry will ever miss again uh, sure I want to see if uh, Chris Ops can like maybe not get five fouls in a game. <laughs> well, I don't Most- know. Aside from Miles Turner, who's the other front court depth that they have as Sabonis is out? Yeah, Sabonis like, is out. So. I would imagine this would be fairly small ball Indiana, so I can't imagine Chris Ops is going to have too much trouble. Unless, yeah. I guess, oh, who do they have? They've got, uh, they got a forward that's overall fairly disappointing, but good. I'm looking it up so I don't mess it up. I was about to say that better not be TJ Warren slander. It's not TJ Warren. Um, no, TJ Warren's good, bro. <laughs> okay, good. No, I'm sorry, he's no longer on the team. Um, I was thinking of uh, God, he was number 22. He's already off the team. Doesn't matter. Sorry, guys. That brain fart. <laughs> it's it's gone. Sorry, this is just a brain farty episode. <laughs> Anyways, confused. <laughs> It's okay. It's, it's early. It's Sunday. We usually yeah, record on it, Sunday, guys. Exactly. <laughs> the cold brew's not kicking in. It's you know. I apologize. I'll I'll do my research better <laughs> next time. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, your boy TJ Leaf is number twenty-two. Oh, that's right. Well, it's not him. That's not who I'm thinking of. I oh. I'm thinking of a guy. He was on the I, he was on the Pacers for a moment, but then I'm sure he's become more of a journeyman now. Um, and I'm sure I will remember it. Uh, after ad reads, so uh, we'll we'll figure that sooner or later. But uh, speaking of uh, stuff, before we get into talking about our sponsors and everything, uh, and, but speaking of just doing terrible things to our body, uh, Ruben, how was Colorado? How were the breweries? So guys, okay, so guys, so I went to Colorado Springs uh, for what a week. Sure, uh, took a day trip out to Denver for one day just because. Want something a little different because Colorado Springs is cool. Like they have like Garden of the Gods and a couple of like Pikes Peak and stuff like that in that area. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. I went hiking a couple of days. Um, Good for you. But the big thing that I want to do is I was check out the breweries because, as we know, as a lot of people do know, um, Colorado is like the biggest bre- like you know a craft brewery capital of the world. Um, just has a shit I didn't know that they have like three hundred and sixty. Like wow. in, the, in, the, in that small ass state, <laughs> yeah, relatively small state. <laughs> but yeah. um, what were your top Texas. three? Uh, what were you like? Because I know you went to a couple, right? I went to six. So my top Great. three. So it's exact. So I'll do my top three. My top three were um, Atrevida Brewery, which is completely Latino owned. Yes. Um, completely Latino owned. Completely. Everybody who worked there is Latino. It was fucking awesome. I got to talk with like the people there. They're really cool. Those actually have my favorite beers too. Um, Atrevida. I liked a storybook brewery. It's also in Colorado Springs. Um, oh my gosh, last one. The other one's from D- Denver. Um, gnome. Oh my god, the hell was it? Something with gnome in it. I'm gonna check real quick. It's on my. I thought I'd remember it, but I don't. And the place, the, that place was like a sandwich shop slash brewery. So we got to get like food while we were there, which is nice. The Grateful Gnome. Sorry. Those are three places I liked a lot. Um, Ooh, so the first two delicious. was Colorado Springs. First, uh, the last one's in um, Denver. Uh, the beer that I like the most, though, okay, so after Vita ended up becoming like my place that I wanted to be out most of the time that I was there. Was it just um, the scenery or was it the beer? It, it's the beer and just the fact like it was like, hey, like 
I love Texas. Like I love like our breweries here, but there isn't right. one that I, that I can specifically say like is like completely Latino owned. Like every works there's Latino, like, you know, they're very big, like the Latino community over there. Um, Cause again, I was talking to him when I was there and I was like, Hey, like, you know, I'm from Texas, blah, blah. Like, and you know, and she was like, you know, like Mexicans and Latinos in general, like love beer. So it just makes sense for us to make our own. Right. Um, and so what they do, like they, they make like, they take like um, normal, like European type beers and like add Latino twists to them. So one I had, um, what's it called in English? Uh, tamarindo, tamarind, I think is what they call it. Oh yeah. Um, so they had that. It was like a Belgian triple, and I don't know pretty close as a Belgian triple. So I was like, "Oh, awesome. tamarindo! Like this is awesome. Okay, like it's a little spicy. Like just like it's a nice little kick at the end." Tamarind's um, kind of more of like a. It's kind of like a like a spice, like a, yeah. a, a kind of like an earthier sort of spice, right? Yeah, or, or, yeah. It's kind of or uh, almost like almost gingery like yeah. kind of taste to it right on yeah. what, what were the other kind of like european mexican style kind of thing or latino style I so say. they had a they had a hefeweizen okay they had a hefeweizen right so i was like okay sure. cool of course i'm gonna have a hefeweizen but the hefeweizen had a oh my god what it had it was called a boricua which is like which is a puerto rican word it's a puerto okay rican, cool it's what they call themselves so it's like shout to jj but, uh, <laughs> it's called boricua and it has um oh my god what it, had. it had like lemon peels Orange jet or orange zest. Cool. Um, so like I have bison is like banana based. Right. So I had a little bit of banana, but also I had like orange and like just like almost sounds like, tropical. Yeah, lighter. And I was like, oh okay, cool. Like they definitely like made I have a bison more into like I like Latino, like Caribbean, like style things. So that was awesome. Uh actually yeah. I actually got a four pack I got a four pack of that in my fridge now. Beautiful. But uh because I just had to get it. And, and the thing about them is like obviously the weather's a lot nicer. Like it's a lot drier. Um, they have seasons. It's, yeah, it's cooler naturally. And uh, so over there, what they were doing because originally we were just gonna go, and you know obviously because of COVID and everything, we we're just gonna go grab beer and leave. But when we went, we saw like all the windows were open, all the doors were open. There was a cool breeze. Um, we were like the only person in most of these breweries, um, except for Denver. Denver had a couple like little groups, but. You know, uh, we were really safe. Um, everything was closed off. Like they were like, hey, like you can't, you know, if you're gonna get up and go to the bathroom, wear a mask. If you can get up and go to the bar, wear a mask. Uh, sure. The only, if you're gonna even talk to the bartenders, wear a mask, like, cause they'll come and like, cause right now they'll like waitresses, they'll come and like check you out and stuff like that. Sure. But like, they won't even come to you unless you're wearing your mask. So, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, a social thing and stuff like that, so. Totally. Um, but I mean, it was cool though, man. Like I liked it a lot. I can't wait to visit again, hopefully under better circumstances. And totally. I was even thinking that, you know, the MFFL should probably take a trip out there, you know, in a couple of years, in a year or two, whenever things are cleared out, we can just- We'll, we'll crowdfund it, together. we'll make it work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we can go out there, maybe uh, see if there are any like Denver, Denver Nugget fans or even Mass fans out there who want to hang totally. out and just like hang well, out. I mean, so. Is there a root? Is there a Reddit? Uh, Reddit Denver Nuggets? Or? Uh, I mean, there is a subreddit, but there isn't like a Twitter account. But uh, I know Denver Nuggets we'll, Twitter we'll is pretty out. pretty big though. So right on. We'll 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 take a trip to the Mile High City. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we all need to go out to some sort of brewery. We'll we'll probably plan some events, something or yeah. rather, once that is safe to do so. Or at least place to have like food and like other liquid, other other types of alcohol for people who totally don't drink beer. So sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, I wanted to give a shout since we're talking about beer at the moment. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Armadillo Aleworks. Uh, they're out of Denton, Texas. 
Um, uh, a good buddy of mine, Mr. Bobby Mullins. Shout out, Bobby. Uh, I know basically every Texas brewery is having a really, really hard time right now, uh, specifically with the uh, the restrictions. Uh, pretty much tap rooms have a really hard time uh, regulation-wise because of they're sometimes classified as bars, even though yeah. they're a lot they're usually less populated. They usually have more outdoor seating than a lot of bars do. They're kind of lumped into certain categories depending on certain zones, whatever. So they're being forced to shut down despite being on the safer side, like what you were talking about with your Colorado yeah. breweries. Um, so if you guys have a chance, please check out Armadillo Ale Works. You can purchase stuff online. You can do the curbside thing. I know Denton isn't quite Dallas, um, but they have – you can find their beer everywhere. I know in Dallas, um, they have the, uh, I think they have like the green belt. Uh, they have the breakfast, uh, they have a breakfast stout. That's absolutely insane. I've had that one. Um, Yeah. They've had, uh, yeah, they have a really great, uh, Amber ale. Uh, they are, they're so, they're, they're a great beer, but they're also a great company. Even if, if you don't even like, beer and you're still wanting to support local businesses that are having a hard time uh, going to the website and like ordering a t-shirt or anything like that, that goes straight to that brewery. Like I look at it this way, even if you're not a, a beer connoisseur and you just want to support local businesses and have a place to go and hang out to, and just have like a cool patio experience. I'd say breweries are the places that you're wanting to support right now and they're in desperate need of your help. So uh, armadilloaleworks.com, that's, I just wanted to shout them out because I, I know those people personally. And I think even if, if you're not in Denton, uh, you can find a way of supporting them. Uh, thinking about you, Bobby, appreciate you guys. Uh, this, this was not an official sponsor. I just really want to like breweries have been where I've met some of my favorite people. Um, it's not the same thing as meeting people at bars. There's a lot more stronger sense of community. Uh, and that's something I'm really wanting to push forward. Uh, since we have our listener base, I know we, we talk mainly hoops and uh, weird shit, <laughs> but I really want to start pushing some support for breweries. Uh, yeah. Grant, do you have anything to add beer wise? Um, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I, uh, as soon as the Mavs are, are out of it, I'm actually going to Colorado. Right on. So that so that'll be in October. Uh yes. <laughs> but I will not be going to any breweries, I doubt. I will be going to other places. Yeah, but I might I might have you go pick up something for me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Some, yeah. some beer, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, actually you're, yes. <laughs> I know what I'm yes about. You're you're going to have some internationally legal products that we want you to bring back with you. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Exactly. I would <laughs> like some sour patch kids. Don't know that uh, brewery, but I'll look into it for you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll send you a directory. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, first, a word from our sponsors, guys. Let's get, we'll get to questions right after this. Hey, guys. Let's talk grooming. And if we're talking grooming, we're talking about Manscaped.com. Start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. My eyes water up just hearing the word tug. The engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new, the improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes. Last thing you want to be doing is tripping over a cord while you're trimming your bad boys. They're not bad. I don't mean to shame your balls. Don't shame your balls. 
shave your balls. And you can shave your balls for 20% off, plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Okay, guys, so we are back. And as always, we have questions. Uh, We have a lot of good questions this week. Um, We literally spent like 20 minutes discussing what we want to talk about because try to make some more streamlined, try to make sure we have our answers already set in stone in our heads, you know, before we, uh, before we answer. Um, because again, you guys throw us curveballs like every fucking week, which is great. We love it. Like love keeping on, keeping us on our toes. So, um, okay. First question comes from James, James Grambo, uh, wild boy on Mav's Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he has a very, very uh, calm question though. Thank God. Uh, if you can recast any movie with each member of the Mavs, what movie would it be and how would you cast it? So I've thought about this. I thought about this for exactly one minute because I already okay. knew exactly what my answer was going to be. Okay. And it's a fucking cheat because whatever, but I don't care. But uh, I would recast uh, 12 Angry Men Ooh. with the Mavs. Okay. Just easy, bro. So that's, you that's, can't handle the ball. Exactly. Just like, you know, like, I just want to see, like, Bobo just going off the handle, you know, and just like, <laughs> you know, or like Dwight and Max just like arguing about, like, just the semantics of what's a foul and what isn't a foul and shit like that. So. <laughs> uh, I would recast, uh, I, so it's technically not a roster. I got I got two answers I think, I think would be fun. Um, I think uh, we could do what was that Danny DeVito, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Oh was, my God! Were their brothers? Twins, uh, I believe it's called twins, "It's right? Always Sunny in Philadelphia." No, it's, twi- it's, like <laughs> it's twins. twins. Yeah, yeah, it's twins, but just replace it with uh, JJ Brea and Boban. Just that would be just too fun. Yeah, they're twins. Um, that's that's just that's a little bit off. The, now, what I would really like to see is uh, Donnie Nelson uh, in The Shining, and he is Jack Jack. Uh, Jack Nicholson's character. Yeah. So it's just like, awesome. uh, all Giannis and no draft makes him a dull boy. And he's just <laughs> running around with an ax chasing after Mark Cuban. I should have told you. And then he like, you know, puts yeah. himself in the bathroom <laughs> and then he comes in with an ax. Here's Donnie. There we go. That's, Fuck yeah. That's perfect. That's, that's that works awesome. out exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what Grant, about you, Grant? Got any good cast? Dude, I don't, I don't know how to follow that up. I also don't watch movies. But uh, to go off of uh, Reddit Mavericks, what he said, I'm going to go with uh, – I've never seen this movie, but I've heard about the uh, Magnificent, Magnificent Six. Is that a movie? Sure. Yes. yes. All right, cool. Well, the Magnificent <laughs> Six are obviously the five starters um, and then Maxi Kleber or Seth Corey, whoever you bring off the bench. Okay. Cool. cool. All right. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah uh, a, a comedic Western with all of them. I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Our next question was one of the ones that we probably should have uh, done more research on, but whatever. <laughs> it comes from Mavs Network. Mavs Network, you always ask fucking great questions. Absolutely. Shout out, Mavs Network. Um, what's your starting five plus six man of the post-championship pre-Luka Mavs? So from the 2011-2012 season through the 27-2018 season. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we should probably just do this as a group. Okay, cool. Unless we already have something. Unless you guys already have uh, one set up. I have like three different lineups. Oh, shit. Okay, I want to hear yours. Then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name okay, so lineup. I love it. My, my... <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with Dennis Smith. I love okay, it already. Okay. Cool. OJ Mayo. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, small forward member playing small ball, so we're going Jason Terry. Oh, shit. Ooh. Wait, okay. I guess he was on... Yeah, he was, he was on the post-lockout. 
Um, yeah, Mavs. post lockout. Yeah, that's, okay. that's right. Um, power forward. We're going. We're going. Elton Brand. Interesting. Okay. Ooh, not, 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 not Stoudemire. At center, we're going with Dirk. Ooh. Okay. Oh, no Tyson. Uh, well, our sixth man is going to be Hassan Whiteside. Mavs Network's favorite players. So. Oh my God! Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I think he's a good Tyson replacement. <laughs> You're such an asshole, dude. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. I'll throw one out there. I'll, I'll follow. I'll go DSJ Monte Ellis because size doesn't matter, folks. Yeah, fuck um, it, dude. Yeah, Neither I will turnovers. say, <clears throat> dude. <laughs> I will say. Uh, I loved having like Chandler Parsons when he was like locked in pre-injury Chandler Parsons was really fun. I thought he was pretty damn good. Um, I would still, I think 2013 Dirk was still really good up, up and fight. Like he yeah. was still a good, like he could be a still pri- primary scorer. And I'd throw Brendan Wright in there. I thought he was one of our best, Ooh, like okay. pick and roll, like pretty good rim defender. Just guys like what, what's my job? Catch the oop pass. Got it. All right. That's what I want. Like <laughs> You sound like one of them analytic guys. <laughs> that last one. I just what love about six man. Six man? Oh, let's go. Well, it's not Amina gonna be Uh no, I was thinking Chris Kamen. No, absolutely not. Um <laughs> let's go I'm trying to think. Good spark off the bench. I got Jose Calderon, dude. That's sick. Calderon. Okay, I'll take Calderon. Yeah, got Seth Curry technically was on the Mavs before. Didn't oh, that's right. Though, so. Damn, he was. Probably Seth Curry then. Yeah. yeah, Seth Curry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pre. Yeah, pre Luca. Because that's yeah, those are good. Yeah, I was pretty good with it. The great answers. All right. Let's see, next question comes from Justin. This is okay. What should I do with the three months I'm going to have after I get this vertebrae? Fusion surgery, holy shit! Yeah, that I can't work. Y'all want to play D and D? Damn, dude. For one thing, hopefully, I'm hoping that that surgery goes well and yeah, recovery because that shit does not sound fun at all. Um, secondly, yes, I would like to play D and D. Actually, before COVID happened, I was supposed to go play D and D. Just at um, oh, this is weird. Now I think about it because they're not together anymore. Uh, my fiance's best friend and her husband at the time. Sure. Uh, you know, they invited us to go play and also never happened because COVID. But uh, um, what should you do though in the three months? Uh, if you can, obviously watch basketball when you can. Yep. Um, listen to this podcast is another option. Yeah. We, um, we, we will be there the entire time during your yeah, recovery, dude. bud. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And you can just keep us updated too. That'd be great. Absolutely. Um, what else could you do? Uh, read books, I guess. I know. I would say. Grant's yeah. not a good big fan, but read books. <laughs> yeah. I would say three months, like I bet you could get I bet you could read a series in that time. Like oh, if you're probably, just yeah. like find something cool, like anything that you felt like, you know, I've always wanted to get to that, like start a show, start to finish. Like I will say though, there's something about reading a series of books or reading a book from start to finish that I feel super accomplished afterwards. I just feel smarter, even if it's nonfiction. Like, even if it's a bad book, I'm just like, you know what, I, I just got, speaking of D&D, every time that I do something like read a book, uh, I feel like, all right, plus one intelligence. Like, that's how I have to like <laughs> feel of it that way. So you can build up your charisma and your intelligence and all those uh, victory saving throws that you do whenever someone challenges you online, you'll be even smarter and more powerful. You will take on the mystic powers that is online debate. <laughs> You will grow. You'll be more powerful than before. 
that's my contribution to this conversation. Okay. Do you have any uh, any any options for you, Grant? For uh, so definitely recover. Uh, you can always listen to Hoops and Half of Eisen's podcast. I definitely recommend. Uh, whenever basketball does roll around, I'm going to start uploading uh, myself and Squish, our good friend Squish, who we talked about earlier, are going to start uploading a lot more onto the uh, MFFL's YouTube channel, uh, hopefully daily, so you can definitely check that out. Uh, but if we're playing D&D, I'm down if it's Fallout-themed. Oh, is it Fallout-themed D&D? Uh, we can make it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My brain is a Fallout reference, so we can, we can figure it out. <laughs> good question, Justin. Brought to you by Nuka Cola. Yes. Very good. Good question, Justin. I hope you feel better, man. Yeah, get better. Just let us know how it goes, man. All right, let's see. Uh, next one comes from Grace. Our good friend, Grace. Good friend, Grace. Asks us being in the bubble right now until we win the 2020 championship versus being at every single playoff game in 2011. Oh, I think to go 2011 on this one. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The bubble's cool in the sense that I'm just happy that basketball's happening, and it would be cool to be one of the only people that's not an official NBA person in the bubble. But God, 2011, like the energy. I I don't realize how much I miss crowds or like how much I miss people. Like when I see someone yeah. even in a mask, I'm just like, oh, another person. Like so to like be in a full AAC. Um, Oh, funny AAC moment. Mavericks go to the finals, and you, my sister and my myself, are talking about dad. We got to go to one of these games. He's like, "All right, like I'm gonna camp out at the Ticketmaster. We're gonna get, we're gonna find a way of going to this game." We're like, "Okay." We get the text. I got the tickets. Got four of them. We're like, "Holy shit!" We were about to go to a Dallas Mavericks finals game. My dad bought four parking passes. He did not buy the tickets, and of course, they oh, were <laughs> so someone, someone didn't get parking that night. Well, well he, he returned it immediately, He's just, oh, well, but also, Ooh. parking passes were 120 fucking dollars, like Jesus, he thought like he was getting the tickets, and rightfully so for those prices. But yeah, he could, yeah, we did not go. Yeah, that's crazy. It's okay. Um, I listened to the Mavericks 2011 finals victory, the game six, uh, in the car on XM radio coming home from Bonnaroo. So it was a pretty summer. Holy shit. That was like, that was a damn good summer. I'll tell you that much, you guys. Anyways. um, So yeah, I'll go 2011. (laughs) Yeah. Great. I will, there will never be another Mavs game that, that was the Lakers sweep. So I don't, Mm, yeah. I have to go 2011. (laughs) As much as as I love KP and Luca, there will never, ever, ever be another there will Beat never down. be another 36 stopping Lakers from a three-peat game. So, yeah. God, awesome. go. So good. Uh, so next question is for – I'm going to let uh, Don answer this one. Sure. Um, it's not really a question, though. But, okay. Um, it's from Gumby. He asks, you think MKG is good because he is good? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Next one. All right, next question. Um, this is a good one. I like this one a lot. It's from Jonas. Um, Jonas asks, which country would you like to travel to and visit? And he also adds, besides Slovenia. Um, so hmm. a country I would rather, like to visit. Uh, I really want to go to Asia in general, but specifically Japan. So 
yeah that's like my country so absolutely uh two off the top of my head i'd say i would concur with japan uh just because there's just so many different cool cultural things there uh as far as what you can experience, but also been really wanting to go to New Zealand. I would love to go to a New Zealand basketball game specifically because they're Ooh, actually, like the, their well, local league. Yeah, because that's actually becoming a, a bigger and bigger league. And they're, that's awesome. they're what's cool about it is like they're basically being the front runner for uh, guys that are coming out of high school that don't want to do the one and done university oh, right, thing. Yeah. They're like, hey, you get to be paid you're gonna pretty much do whatever you want because you'll be immediately the best player on the team and you'll be like on a beautiful island that's super cool like it's like it's a lot different than like playing in greece where you're playing near like a farm or whatever like <laughs> uh there's the sometimes the uh, amenities in some of those european leagues is is pretty starkly different yeah um, it's a bit of a culture shock for a lot of guys so uh new zealand would be off the top of my list not to mention i'm like big game of thrones and lord of the rings fan yeah. so you just get to do all the nerdy sightseeing i'd like but you grant where would you like to visit um i've never even been out of the country before so grant same here i don't i've never i've hardly been out of texas except for uh my my one year of dreaming to be a, a nascar driver where i went and lived in north carolina i've never left texas really so i'd probably stay pretty close by and go to mexico all but, right bro i'll let you know right. let you know where we, <laughs> we're going together then that's it all right bet <laughs> yeah, um, bro. get the passports boys but yeah. uh if uh if things in america don't uh don't brighten up soon i I would like to not live here. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say Canada is looking more and more appealing. I'm just, I don't care how much I'm taxed. Canada, the Netherlands, uh, anywhere but here. Yeah, it's looking fairly rough. All right, let's see. Next question comes from sure. Ghostface Drill. He asks, how would you feel if the NBA remained without fans for five years, but the Mavs won three championships in that time span? Uh. I I'll take three championships. No yeah, I'll take it, bro. Go. I will take it, dude. I, a championship, championship, bro. Like, right. I will take it. But hopefully, by then, there's a vaccine. So, yeah, you know. I don't know, man. I don't take the doom and gloom of just like this is the new normal and this is where everything's yeah. gonna go. It's like you know, I think, I think the information that comes out literally changes every two weeks as far as yeah. like the severity or the, uh, you know, the numbers. And it's just like the only way I can feasibly stay sane during this entire process is looking at every bit of news in two week chunks and see and track Can progress from that. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, we're not going to know what happens in, in a month from now. And I don't know, I'm maybe, maybe I'm just naive and optimistic, but I don't think 2021 is going to be no fans. I think, I think, I think, so. think, no, I, think will, I, I think we'll be fine. I think, I think we will have fans yeah. in the stands by 2021, but that's just me giving some people a very slight glimmer of hope. <laughs> There's enough well, crap out there, guys. To touch on your glimmer of hope, Mark Cuban himself said that he thinks there will be a widely available vaccine by Thanksgiving. So I true. think if, they, if that's true, then why? there's no reason we wouldn't at least have fans right. next calendar year. Sure. Yeah, Maybe 2020, we're like, let's relax. Let's play, you know, 15, 20 games without fans. And then we'll start letting them in or let them yeah. in in small bunches. At yeah, first. until, yeah, yeah. We'll see though. Let's see. Next question comes from Rutuge. And he gave a really good question that I think tripped up uh, <laughs> tripped up Grant because he did read it right. But it's whatever. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so wait, well, he, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry. I got you. Don't worry. Which among these is least likely to happen in the bubble? Mm. One, Luca averages a thirty-point triple-double in a playoff series. Two, Boban averages more than one three-pointer made per game. Three, Trey Burke drops twenty-five in one of the eight seeding games. Four, both Seth and and Tim Hardaway Jr. exceed their regular season three-point percentage. He also says for us to save safe. Oh, yeah. appreciate yeah. you, Rutuj. Yeah, good good hearing from you. I mean, the least likely has got to be Boban more than one three a game. I mean, and like, it hurts, my, yeah. it hurts me to say it, but it's also just like if Boban's out there, you know, averaging three threes a game, I, I mean, who knows? Maybe this is the secret weapon that Carlisle's been like, all right, unleash the Boban from outside. But, and now he like, just um, shoots over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so far, all of Boban's threes is where he's just left alone. He's just like, well, I guess I'll make this bucket. Like, it's a lot of times, like, towards the end of a game. Like, totally. when, it's already, when it's already, like, out of reach or whatever. It, <laughs> like, it's like a parlor trick where you're like, I do a great impression of this person. Like, it's like, yeah. it's not like the thing you lead with. It's the thing that's like, well, when everything else is bored, let's try yeah. this. <laughs> I mean, I think that one would be, like, the most, like, the least likely to happen. Sure. I do think, like, the three-point percentage is also an interesting one. Um, I mean, they are was, pretty damn good. They are pretty damn good. But, you know, like, I think three-point percentages, like, it, they just fluctuate, you know. Sure. They can fluctuate so much. And also, these guys haven't played, like, real NBA minutes. You know? I know. But, like, but while, I also so. think just, like, with with how much defensive attention KP gets and just how goddamn good an offensive creator Luka is, if these guys are hitting wide-open shots, they're they're damn good players. I can see them sustaining their, their yeah. hilarious free – or, I'm sorry – three-point percentages throughout throughout the regular season at least especially since the regular season looks like oh, sorry, it's only eight, games. eight games so i mean there's a good chance that they could greatly improve it if they don't miss you know if they only miss like yeah. three shots each or something silly so uh and also i think trey burke at any like because any professional basketball player can go off out of nowhere yeah Hell, and he has yeah he's done it already so yeah. uh i believe in you trey burke or what do you think what do you think grant so i think y'all are Y'all are right. The Boban hitting a three a game is probably the least likely, but um, so so with the percentages, I have to I have to dwell on this. I want our guys Timmy and Curry to shoot a lot more threes than they were shooting in the regular season. So mm-hmm. I think it'll go down uh, because I think they're going to shoot more. Uh, I but I think KP and Luca will both go up in three point percentage because you have those guys shooting way more threes than probably KP. Well. Probably Luca. Hopefully Luca. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I think KP and Luca will rise, and Timmy and Seth might fall. And even if they fall like point zero one, that's still incredible because they're both shooting. Yeah. Uh, KP or, or uh, Seth is shooting sixty one percent from the between the baseline or between the top of the key and the right corner. Holy and uh, Tim Hardaway Jesus, is shooting dude. fifty fifty one percent from the right corner. So God damn it. <laughs> It's like we're the number one offensive in, in the league, you know? Like know. of all time or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I also no, love how much no. of a homer podcast we are. They're just like, we're just like 30-point triple-double? Yeah, Lucas got that. Yeah, it's got to be easy. Yeah. He's done that all year. Hey, nothing. <laughs> all, right, let's get, all right, next question comes from Lane. Sure. Lane asks, what is the single worst movie you sat all the way through <laughs> hoping it would get better but didn't? So my answer for this one is uh, – 
I think it was like late 2000s, um, okay. Dragon Ball Evolution came out. Ooh, and okay. I love Dragon Ball Z. Like Dragon Ball Z is like one of the first like animes I ever like got into. Sure. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, like I heard, I saw the reviews. I was like, oh, like it's terrible, terrible, blah, blah. I was like, right. it can't be that. Bad. You know, I was thinking like it can't be that bad. Is that but the live bro, action one? Yeah, yes. the, yeah, it's the live uh, action. Yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> I heard about that one. So I was like, oh, dude, I, I might as well. Like I was, you know, I'm like 17, 18. Like I might as well go see the movie. <laughs> and I go, and I'm like, this shit's horrendous, bro. Like. The ending's bad. The acting's bad. The the, the um, right. special effects are bad. Like the story doesn't make any sense. Like just like all around, I was like, "Damn, dude!" And it's funny because my fiance loves like terrible movies. Sure. Like she loves to watch. She thinks it's hilarious just to watch them. Oh, and I'm just like, and she's like, "Can you watch this? Can we watch this? Can we watch this?" And I'm like, "No, I don't <laughs> want to watch this again. Like I refuse to watch this again." Like she's brought up like you know if you've looked it up like on our Roku and like just she's like, "Oh, it's only like three bucks on Amazon." Like. That's way too much money. <laughs> no, like it's like that's I, the one movie where I did, I couldn't get. I, I sat through thinking maybe there'd be like some glimmer of hope, but nah, dude, couldn't do any. Like, I refuse to watch it ever again. I, I'm I'm with your fiance here. I think there is there's something to be said about uh, experiencing a really crappy movie together to make fun of it. Um, one of my favorite podcasts, and it's 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 like it's always like in a top ten for comedies is the Flop House, and they talk about movies that have just flopped either. Uh, critically or, uh, you know, in the box office or whatever. And they have a really good category for it where it's just like, is it a good, bad movie, a bad, bad movie, uh, or a movie you kind of liked? And like the, I've watched a lot of good, bad movies, like the Toxic Avenger, where it's just so gross. Or uh, what's what's really funny is like uh, Peter Jackson, who did all the Lord of the Rings movies, like, if you look at any of his movies prior to Lord of the Rings, it's kind of shocking that he got hired to take on like a to do Lord of the Rings. To do Lord of the Rings, because like, dude, it's like splatter zombie films. Like at one point, a guy goes through a horde of zombies with a lawnmower. Like it's and like and it's like it's not like gross and well, it's yeah. totally gross. It's a gross yeah. out thing, but it's like he just turns zombies into like smoothies. Like it is like the biggest splatter, what gross out kind of thing. It's so. Like, and watching through that is an experience of like, wow, this is just the, like, how is this a movie kind of, kind of yeah. movies. And I, I have a whole lot of fun with those. Uh, to me, the worst movies are the ones that are taking themselves so seriously or where they're so, they're such a ripoff of something else that it's just like nothing seems genuine. Um, I think for me, one that I thought was so, I can only, like, I, I'm sure there's worse movies I've watched, but um, I recently watched Equilibrium with Christian Bale, um, and it was based. It's just like a kind of a shittier Matrix. Like it's the same concept, but it's like tries to go for this whole like this weird. It's supposed to be bigger than it is, or it's like supposed to be smarter than it is, but yeah. it's really just a platform for him to karate fight. It's so dumb. There's so much like Matrix ripoff bullshit. I'm yeah. just like, I'm in a black trench coat and I'm gonna shoot guns and like I'm the cyber you know, agent, whatever. I don't know. It's awful. <laughs> it's so goddamn bad. And it's just like it's it's movies that take themselves so seriously. Like, I'm all like, hey, execute your bad idea. Just like like shoot him up, which is just, hey, what if we just have, you know, Clive Owen running around shooting thing, like turning off light switches with a gun or whatever. Like, <laughs> like let's go with that. So, yeah. 
Grant, do you have any any movies that you uh, have seen that you hate? Which wait, which one's the oh. worst of the Cars movies? Cars two for sure, and that's what I was gonna say. But then I remembered there is a pl- there is a movie called Planes. It's, yes, I've it's heard of just the- like Cars. <laughs> Holy fuck, it was so bad. It was so bad. I was he gonna say Cars two because oh. Cars two like uh, it meant a lot to me going into the theater, and then I was like, what the fuck? Like this sucks. But it's like the first bad Planes. Pixar movie, right? It really is. I, think really, yeah. I don't know what Pixar movie. I don't know what different Pixar movies or what, but I know that Planes was ass. Yes. Well, there was. There's like a whole. There's like a a, a movie studio that is literally just. It, it's Rip-offs, just trying to find. Yeah. yeah there's. Uh, my favorite was. Uh, Atlantic Rim. Yes, I was about to say. It's just that, like they're, 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 that's that's not a thing. It's just literally just like the crappiest Pacific like, Rim. Tra- yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like shitty cgi that looks like it was built on a 2002 mac like oh, it's so funny movie. i love Pacific Rim too that show was fucked up <laughs> dude i love that movie yeah i right, see so next let's see next question comes from charles sure charles asks if you had to room with one of the mavs in the bubble who would you pick hmm. so i think i know like the big answer is gonna be the biggest guy in the room sure but uh for me i'm gonna try to get a little different i really would like to room with like maxi or dwight mm-hmm. just Max- because those guys those guys are hilarious <laughs> like yeah i have found out during this bubble like dwight's always been a little goofy but like he's like start, him and maxi just like turn it up a crazy notch where it's just totally everything they do is hilarious so it has to be one of those two guys i think i would want to go with maxi because i would just feel so insecure about myself because he is just the most handsome man and now that he's tan he's just a power that i don't <laughs> think any any human can resist how gorgeous he is now. And it's just like, I don't want a room with perfection. I want someone that makes me feel better about myself. And I think JJ is the perfect wingman. I think gotta go JJ Barad, not just okay. for, because of the similar height and stature, but also the fact that I think he, he seems to be a guy that will just help you believe in yourself and just be like, nah, bro. Shave it, shave it to a mustache. You'll look fucking kick ass. Like there's something about JJ <laughs> that he would be the person that's just like, no, you could totally ramp off that with a dirt bike. Like he would be the person that encourages you to go for it. Who would you pick, uh, Grant? Um, so you can edit my response out if you want. No, go no ahead. we're leaving it in. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with my guns. Um, I'm very worried about the COVID-19 stuff and the spread of it. So I'm gonna go with uh, Dwight Powell because I know he probably couldn't catch a cold. <laughs> uh, you fucking bastard <laughs> I love how this has become like your bit yeah. just... Dwight Powell if you're listening Please shoot threes and make them <laughs> uh, God, I will forgive you for everything If you if you shoot above 35% next year I will literally send this to him We'll ask Dwight Powell Yeah we'll see if he listens yeah. Dwight if you're listening come on the podcast bro like, Yeah bro absolutely. roast me I don't yeah. care that's the that's the whole that's the whole show anyway. You, come well, block him. Have... Come block him in real life. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hoop, dude. Try to block this floater. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Next question comes from oh lord. Next question comes from uh, Matthias. Um Matthias asks, who would win a matchup between a Berea sized Bobon and a Bobon Bobon sized Berea? Um the Berea sized Bo I think we discussed this one time, but uh Manchester still sticks with the uh Bobon size Berea because yeah, no question. I mean, he's just got the fight. Berea's feisty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've answered something similar to this before, but I think just just the the PTSD of the Bynum hit 
but now put him in the size of someone that's basically <laughs> Bynum's size is a, 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 a physical tenacity we've never seen before. Yeah, I mean, like, be it's... <laughs> Could you imagine Berea being the size of Bobo and playing basketball, though? <laughs> well, imagine this, though. So, imagine... LeBron like... is shaking in his boots right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call this LeBron's nightmare. Uh, so, with... So, imagine J.J. Berea going down the lane, gets clocked by Bynum, just like what happens. Uh, and then Super Mario style, like once he eats the mushrooms, <laughs> like turns into Bobon size. Like at that point, uh, he just breaks Bynum in half and then makes him. That's it, bro. Oh, gets, yeah. He just crumples him up into a ball. And, yeah, crumples him up into a ball, throws him into space. That's like, yeah. And gets banned from the league because he gets money. Bobon Berea, man. That is just a combination. Uh, yeah. This might be it? the fucking title of the, of the, of the podcast. So we gotta... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last question comes from Mark Jackson. Not the Mark Jackson. Not the, uh, yeah, that's, I think it's my uncle Mark Jackson. Yeah. yeah, I think Don's uncle, which is awesome. Yes. So yeah. hello, uncle. Um, Shout out, Mark. So uh, he asked, will there be crowd noise pumps into the arenas? Um, no, right? Like they're so, technically so, not. So, not I don't think something that the the players can hear, but I do know they're going to be doing this cool like digital screen. We we kind of mentioned it earlier. Like they're going to be kind of doing like a kind of what they did with the NFL draft, where they had like a group of people that mm-hmm. were like webcamming or whatever or zooming. Or, I, I don't know exactly how they're broadcasting it, but they are going to have some means of like fans' reactions in live time, not just like. I, it, it seems like a pretty cool idea. I like the and uh, I like to see. I mean, NBA is always finding ways of being innovative. And so far, it is the least jarring of the uh, different sports. Like, uh, I think I said before, see, I was really, really skeptic of this working out after watching WrestleMania with no fans. Because that was just, man, what a weird experience of just like, uh, just hearing the guys talk to one another. Or actually, the entrances were probably the funniest part. Because it's just like... Just a, just yeah. really loud, aggressive music, but basically silent. So it's just like, this is just a muscle band in a costume yeah. sauntering mm-hmm. to work. Like, it's not it's not nearly as fun without the booze or the cheers or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they will be finding some way of, of, crowd, of, partici- of having the crowd participate uh, in yeah. the games, which I think is immensely important. And I'm really yeah, excited for it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. Again, I've been, I'm trying to talk to see if Mark Cuban will let me uh, you know, be part of that old thing. I think it'd be cool like, if they, he totally. kind of kept it to like, because I feel like Twitter, we're like the most vocal yeah. out of like all of like the social medias when it comes to totally. anything Mavs. And I think it just, it'd be cool to have like mostly people from Mavs Twitter where just like, totally. hey, I know you are. Hey, I, you know, stuff like that. And just like, we could even like get, in, can we like get chance like, you know, organize and stuff like that and actually kind of make it more almost like a, like a soccer football type of experience where just like, you're doing chants or doing like all these crazy things and kind of like maybe even trying to throw like the team off, you know, and stuff like that. So, totally. You know? Um, hey, James Harden. Yeah. Just like, you know, like shoot it coward. Like just like just mm-hmm. random shit, you know, like I wouldn't cuss, I would keep it very PG, but sure. you know, yeah. Don't let sell team. Mark Cuban, if you're listening, do, do not let me do this. Yeah. yeah. Don't let him do it. Yeah. yeah. He can't handle himself. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I'll why, be why do you think I don't tweet during games? <laughs> that's actually true 
Is that, is that his, I've asked him to tweet from the MFLs before, and he's like, no. Someone would be upset with me. Yeah, so we're not going to uh, do the, the, the MFFL's Twitter account is just the word fuck nine times. Fuck, 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 Rick, time out. They're going off about Dwight Powell for some reason. <laughs> Oh, why, why are the MFFLs talking about NASCAR all of a sudden? I know. Like, <laughs> and Cars 3. Like, why they switch over? <laughs> like, Cars 3 is the best threequel of all time. Oh, that's a fucking take. Okay. Better, better than Return of the Jedi. Goddamn. Wow. Okay. But, Which one was that? Which episode? Uh, don't, don't worry about it. That's uh, technically episode six, but that's beside the point. I'm showing my nerd. Hey guys, we had a little technical glitch with our Zoom call. Uh, thankfully, it happened towards the end of the recording. We got all of our questions in, so I just wanted to thank every one of our listeners for uh, one for listening, uh, two for subscribing. Uh, any comments or questions directed towards us uh, at Reddit Mavs on Twitter? Um, he's the one that has the the biggest reach. That's usually the best way to contact us. Uh, just want to go ahead and sign off. Uh, I've been Don Denham. You can find me at at Don underscore Denham. Uh, shout out to Grant. He can be found at at Edmund the Slayer. And of course, our leader in chief, we got Ruben Reddit Mavs at Reddit Mavs. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening, guys.